Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to the Grief Bully We are so excited to have you here again with us today. I am your host, Jay Nicole. It is Monday, August 26th, and we are ready to get the week started with some positivity, get our mindset, get our intentions in the right place. Um, So let's recap last week. If you are new to the show this week, uh, our last week was our, what do you call that, debut uh, episode. It was our first one. Uh, I think it went pretty well. And I just want to thank everyone for tuning in then and for tuning in again this week. So some of the things that we covered last week uh, pretty much was an intro to grief itself, what my grief it looked like, my personal journey, uh, my experiences. And a lot of the feedback that we received was that it was pretty relatable. And a lot of people uh, said they never realized what grief was. Um, some of them realize they've never actually experienced a loss where they have been faced with grief. Uh, and then some people realize the importance of mental health and just the importance of therapy and seeking help, you know, for our issues and our pain that we go through in our lives. So I was very happy to hear about that. And uh, so you want to keep rolling this week with some more positivity, adding value to your life. That is the importance of being here. Uh, we want to get straight to the point. So I want to rock and roll and uh, get into this week's topic. So. A little bit about myself, though, when it comes to my education, I'm not I don't have any clinical background. I'm not a therapist. I don't have the credentials, but I am someone that's been through things and I have made a decision to educate myself, to learn. So then I can, in turn, bring that information back to you. So in my hearing, my listening, because I'm more of an audiobook junkie, um, in my listening, it kind of made me come up with certain topics. And this week, I'm going to be honest with you, I've been really overloaded mentally with the different things and um, ideas and concepts and just thought processes that I wanted to bring to you throughout the entire season and every episode of the podcast. So I had to really break it down and say, hey, we're just starting. This is episode two. Where should we start? What can we do to offer our listeners and our audience a great, uh, I would say, map or, or a pathway or just kind of connect the dots a little bit for them. So I figured this week we would start with this question because to me is very, very uh, thought provoking, if you will. So that is, where does heartache go if not let out? I'll say that again. So this week, our focus and our topic is going to be surrounded around the question, where does heartache go if not let out? And I think it's a very thought-provoking question because you could think, well, nowhere. And there's two arguments, I think, to that story. It can either be nowhere or nowhere healthy. Because whenever we have things inside of us, uh, they do come out and they do manifest themselves, but it's not always in a positive light. So you might not even realize that some of the actions and the behaviors and the ways that you're showing up have anything to do with your grief and your pain. But that's what the show is going to help you do and navigate through this season to start to really make some progress in those areas, get some clarity to really understand exactly where you are in your journey and how to get from point A to point B. And I'm telling you right now, I'm going to be completely honest with you. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be hard. It's going to be uncomfortable. 
But I can promise you one thing. It will absolutely be worth it because you're worth it. And you deserve to give yourself the best shot at having the best life with the most joy and peace that you absolutely can obtain. So in order to answer this question, uh, where does heartache go if not let out? I think it's really important to start with the differences between grieving and mourning. So I'll be honest with you, prior to starting to educate myself and learning more around this subject and this topic, I had to uh, learn the difference between the two. Now, if you're anything like myself, often I would just lump them together. So, oh, they're grieving. Oh, they're mourning. They're mourning and they're grieving. Uh, and then I, I, I learned the difference is this. And now I'll keep it as simple as possible. Grieving is the inward thoughts. It's the inward feelings. It's your inward experience, right? So not a lot of people will see that. Maybe some people close to you can pick up on certain signs based on your emotions and your behaviors, but grieving is more of a silent thing. It's an internal battle um, where mourning is actually grief gone wild. (laughs) So it's essentially grief gone public. So if you look at the two, grieving is inward, mourning is, is outward. So the outward expression of your pain and your grief. And it's very important to understand those two things because you can say, oh, yeah, I'm grieving. But you're not actually mourning and allowing yourself the opportunity to move forward because just because you're going on doesn't mean you're growing. So just because you're going does not mean that you're growing. And I'm sorry to tell you that, but a lot of us resilient folk out there like myself, we think just because we're going and we just keep going and nothing's slowing us down, it's not holding us back that, you know, we're strong, we're the strong friend and we've got this, but that does not mean that we're actually growing from our pain and that we're able to really get over those obstacles and hurdles, which in this case, on this episode and on the Grief Bully show, it's grief. So let's just recap briefly because I'm big on the recap. I like for us all to be able to retain, uh, digest and sit in what we're actually trying to educate you here and help you with today. So where does heartache go if not let out? Grieving versus mourning. Grieving is inward. Mourning is Grief going public, grief going wild is the outward expression of such. Just because you're going doesn't mean that you're growing. And in order to move through your grief, you have to mourn through. So in order to move through, you have to mourn through. There, I don't know that there's anyone that's been able to just skip over the mourning process and come out on the other side Um I guess, functioning in a healthy state or a healthy manner or to the best, the best of their ability or their best self. So what do I mean by in order to move through, you have to mourn through? You have to let yourself give yourself permission to have that outward expression. So that can mean crying. uh, It can mean communicating, verbally expressing that to another person other than yourself. And I want to park there quickly on uh, maybe not so quickly because I'm very passionate about this part of the, uh, the topic today is that there's power in your tears. There is power in your tears. And I know and I apologize because I know that we live in a society that does not necessarily welcome tears, encourage tears, or handle tears comfortably. Let me think, let me just ask you to think about this for a second. Nine times out of 10 in your life, when you've started to cry, you probably can finish my sentence. Someone has said, oh, don't cry. Don't cry. And it's not because they're being mean. It's because it's a little bit uncomfortable because one, a lot of times our our tears are surprising to someone. Uh, They feel uncomfortable because they don't know what to do and they don't want to see you sad. 
And then, to be honest, there are some people who just don't care. And they just, you know, are empathetic and don't possess the ability to be compassionate or empathetic. And that just might not be their life experience. But I want to tell you right now, there's power in your tears. So in order for you to mourn and outwardly express your grief and your pain, tears is going to be an integral part of that process. So the next time you feel like crying, go ahead and cry. But if I could be honest with you, in my grief journey, there's plenty of days where I'm driving in my car, I'm reflecting on my grief and my pain, and I just feel like crying. I can feel the tears right there waiting to come out, and I say, nope, nope, not today. You're not going to cry. We're not crying. We're not doing that. Um, and sometimes it's because, I, you know, I'm at work or I have to go into a meeting, so I can't cry at the time. But other times it's because I'm trying to be tough and I'm trying not to let myself feel those emotions because if I could be honest, it could be very, very uncomfortable um, for myself as well. And I don't know if anyone out there can relate to this in our audience, but when I think about crying, sometimes I say, okay, if I let the floodgates down, I'm going to lose it. And I quite frankly don't like feeling powerless. I don't like feeling out of control and not knowing exactly what my next actions are going to be. If I let two tears drop, is that going to turn into a puddle in the middle of this parking lot? That's a scary thing. So to be honest, when I shy away from that, partly it has to do with that. I'm not in a place in that moment where I feel like giving total control and power to my emotions. And I'm working on that. And I want to encourage you to do the same thing. So in order to move through our grief, we have to mourn. And a form of mourning and expression is crying. And you're crying, you have power in your tears. Uh, and it's only going to help you grow through your experience because your, your body needs that outward expression. You know, so again, it goes back to where does the heartache go if not let out? It's bottled up, it's subsided, it's suppressed, and it's in there. But I can tell you this, it's probably knocking. It's probably knocking on your soul saying, hey, let me out of here. Let me out of here because a lot of times we can move forward and then boom, it'll come back and show itself. And by it, I mean grief. Your grief and your pain can just stop you on your tracks. You're like, whoa, I'm good. I woke up this morning. I'm having a great day. I'm feeling amazing. Life is grand. And then you hear a song on the radio and boom, here we go. Now I got to fight the tears and fight the battle. So again, guys, the grief journey is very, very difficult. And that's why we want the grief bully this show to to be a bridge, right? So we understand, I want you to understand that the show is not a substitute for professional help or therapy or counseling. But what I do hope that it is, is that it's a bridge to get you from there to, from, excuse me, from here to there. So from not seeking counseling and therapy and help to being in a room and seeking the help that you need. But what it can be is a flotation device while you're in the middle of that grief ocean and you're figuring it out. You're finding out, hey, do I feel comfortable with therapy? I don't really know that person and, you know, and all of these things. So if we can sit at the table, because I invite you to the table with us here on the Grief Bully Show to mourn life's losses together because you are not alone out there, then I'm happy for our our show to be that in between for you. So again, uh, you know, you're grieving versus mourning. And then if you're uh, just because you're going, you're not growing in order to move through, you have to mourn through. And there's absolutely power in your tears, because this is the thing. Just because you're not sharing your story, which has to do with your grief and your pain, doesn't mean that you're not carrying it. So it more than likely is weighing you down in so many areas. So I want to tell you, go ahead, let it out, let the pain out. And I'm with you on that. So we just want to give you guys a few seconds to digest that all, 
process it. Uh, if you want to take some notes down, maybe it's thought provoking. Maybe you can write that question for yourself. Uh, where does a heartache go if not let out? And, and you'd be surprised with the answers that you might come across. So I'm going to take a little uh, breathing room here uh, since we introduced the first half of our show and go into our In Loving Memory segment. So our In Loving Memory segment here on the Griefully Podcast is a part of our show that is very, very important to us uh, here at the Grief Bully family is to acknowledge those that have gone on before us because it is important to humanize and keep the memory alive. So this week for our In Love and Memory segment, we're going to say in loving memory to Norma Wilkinson. So it's in love and memory of Norma, Norma Wilkinson. She was amazing and beautiful soul. She's loved and missed dearly. And that is love always time. Our next in love and memory goes to Hamza Abdullahi. I love and miss you so much, dear. I'm sticking to the plan. Love your wife, April. So we just want to send in love and memory. We want to send warm wishes, hugs, and love to both Tan and April. We're proud of you. We salute your courage to start to mourn and articulate and put words to your grief and your pain by honoring and recognizing your loved one because it is very important for us here to make sure that our loved ones are not gone. I mean, excuse me, are gone, but never forgotten. And that's super important. So if you have a loved one in your life, someone, one of your angels that have gone on, and you would love to hear them shout it out on The Grief Bully, please email us at thegriefbully at gmail.com, subject line in love and memory segment. I can't assure you which week. Uh, we'll shout you out, but certainly tune in every week because you never know which week it will be. And uh, we would love to have you able to participate in that and have a platform for your uh, to shout out your loved one. So, guys, for this um, section of the of the show, I want to do um, an exercise, but it has to do with our emotional intelligence. So you could think, I mean, I think emotional intelligence, depending on your life experience, could have been presented to you in many different ways. A lot of times you look at it in a professional career way, like, you know, hey, being smart when and when not to say things. In this situation here today, what I want to talk about is your emotional intelligence in terms of your vocabulary. So your emotional vocabulary. It is very important, in my opinion, to focus on this when we want to, you know, work to move through our grief. And when we want to mourn, because again, mourning is the outward expression. And while tears is one way, verbally actually communicating that pain and that grief and where you are is another very important part and another great way to mourn. But I understand that we don't always know how to put words to it and what these things actually mean. So, for example, a lot of times we'll just say, I'm hurt. And we think that by saying I'm hurt that we ourselves fully understand our pain or the person that we're speaking to or other people in our lives to just say I'm hurt while I'm proud of you for taking step one to actually communicate and put a word <laughs> to your pain. I would like to challenge you and educate you and help you to be able to better articulate your feelings, your emotions, your experience and your heartache. So. When you say I'm hurt, there are layers to that. There's a lot more behind it. So I'll give you an example. Um, 
Well, I actually, I want you to, to write this down if you have a pen or paper with you. If you don't and you're listening to the replay, uh, most certainly please get a pen and paper out. I want to do this little short exercise. So I want you to write on the paper, what is my heartache? So in order to even start to express and work on it, we might need to know what our heartache is. I don't think this is going to be a singular word for everyone. It might be multiple words for me and my experience is multiple words. But let's just use an example of this. So if you say on your paper, what is my heartache? And you can say my heartache is I'm hurt. And then you can draw a circle. So you write the word hurt, put a circle around it. Then you draw a line. Well, what are you actually hurt about? So now in this one, I'll put my dad passed away. And now I'll circle that. And then so from my dad passing away, what what does that mean in terms of my hurt? Well, I would draw a line for myself and I will put it makes me sad. So I'll just write the word sad. Then I can write another line and, and write the word cry. And then because I cry, that makes me angry. And then because I'm angry, I now shut down. You see what I did there, guys? So I know a lot of times we're like, yeah, I'm just hurt. I'm hurt or I'm angry or I'm mad or whatever that singular word is. But I just don't believe that's enough in order for us to really start to take action. It's a starting point, but it's not necessarily doing the deep work and actually being able to put words to your pain. And while we're talking about grief and loss, when I say loss, that could be loss of any kind. So whatever you're going through, whatever your actual heartache is, whether you're just heartbroken due to love, relationship, you know, loss of your job, divorce, and so forth, this exercise could actually work and be beneficial in many ways for us all. So again, we want to continue to work on our emotional intelligence, articulate and give power to that and a vocabulary, because it not only helps ourselves, but it helps those that are also in our life that we're that are experiencing us, and it will help them to better be able to work with us to coexist in our space when they have no idea what's going on. And I understand it can be scary and uncomfortable. Um, a lot of times we want to we want to run from our pain and our grief. So how can we even begin to work on it when we don't even want to look at it? And I, I just felt like this deep feeling when I said that, when we don't even want to look at it, because it can be quite scary when you actually look at it and see like, what about this is really hurting me? And this is why you've suppressed it for so long. In addition to the fact that we are in a society that doesn't welcome grief, mourning, loss, crying, um, you know, sometimes you may have heard people say, oh, you need to get over it. Uh, you should be over it by now. You know, there are some countries where they actually wear a different color clothing to represent the fact that they are mourning. And when I learned that, I thought it was so dope. And maybe it's just the grief nerd in me, but I really thought it was awesome because to be able to say, hey, that person's wearing whatever color, let's say black, since we all associate that with uh, funerals and probably for that reason historically. But if they're just dressed in this particular color, you know what state they're in. So then you know how to handle them and approach them and to, to handle them with care. And if you yourself, you can say, I get this opportunity. No judgment. Everyone knows what I'm going through. It's kind of like a positive scarlet letter, if you will, where everyone knows that you are in mourning right now. So beware. I'm in mourning. I am in deep sorrow and I am outwardly expressing it 
wearing these clothes. I can cry when I want to cry. No one's telling me chin up, don't cry, wipe your tears, get back to work, stay busy. Like we, if you really stop and think about it, when we say all of these things, we are severely, seriously promoting people not working on their mental health and wellness. Like if you hear that all day long, how can you yourself give yourself permission to to grieve and mourn and move through the grief journey and process if you don't feel like you have anyone that understands and is there in your corner to welcome you and not judge you and for you to have a home and a place to do that. It's very difficult to find the courage to do that without the support and the encouragement of other people. So it's very, very important to understand that as well. Uh, that I do understand that there's not a lot of welcoming when it comes to this subject or this topic. Grief is the elephant in the room. That's why we want to welcome you to this table to talk about it. Um, since last week's episode, I've had a few conversations and I've had I had a gentleman say, yeah, I want to listen, but you know, I don't do that grief thing. You know, I don't, I don't talk about, I don't talk about that. Or, you know, I wasn't really sure because, you know, I you know, I had someone reach out and say they were interested uh, in, in potentially being a guest. And then when they knew what the topic was, it was like, oh, it's that kind of show. I don't know if I'm ready for that. You know what I mean? And so I get it, guys, but we have to change that. It's time for us to change the narrative. So many of us are out here suffering and struggling and just getting through and getting by. And it's not the only problem that we have, but a lot of times it's what's really holding us down. And because we have to See, the thing about grief, and I'm trying, there's so much that I want to say today, but I am trying to, you know, keep it in, in episodes and be enough to digest and for us to process through it. Um, but it's very important for us to understand that we have to have the power and we have to make a decision and be intentional about our healing and, and where we want to where we want to to go with this and where we want to see ourselves on the other side um, of our emotional pain, because the thing with grief that it's not laughable at all. It's kind of like the sick joke about it is that when you heal, when you begin to heal, whatever healing will look like for you, that's not the only grief experience you're going to have. So you go through this, you lost a loved one, you're devastated, you're grieving, you're in shock, you're having a hard time accepting this, and you're not you're not working on it, you're suppressing it and leaving it where it is, doing your best to just get through. Like I said, you're going, but you're not really growing, and then boom, you lose someone else. So that's when I want you to remember that grief will meet you where you are. So if we're not doing the work as these losses happen in our life to try our best to move through it in a healthy way, mourn through it, then it's only going to continue to pile on and pile on and stack up and stack up. And that's not any good for anyone. So sometimes I know it could be a daunting thought to think, why would I put effort in so that I'm just going to keep losing people? So why does it even matter? And I want to tell you that it does matter because the goal here is for you to learn to integrate your pain into your life, that you can make new normals and that you can move forward and you can put one foot before the other, you know, every single day and move through this and be an example to those around you as well. Guys, I want to bring in our segment on our show called the Inspirational Boost. And our Inspirational Boost segment is brought to us by our sponsors of this segment, Adina J Designs, 
They make, create, and inspire through decorated apparel, wedding, and party decor. You can follow them over on IG and Facebook at Adina J Designs, A D E N A J A Y D E S G N S. So again, it's our friends over at Adina J Designs, decorated apparel, and more. They will take great care of you. Let them know that I sent you uh, over there. And yeah, check them out on Instagram and Facebook. I'm sure they have a lot of great things that you would be interested in. So the inspirational booze is a part of our show and segment where we want to give you an inspirational quote to leave you with, to help you in a, to be in a good mindset and to be encouraged for the rest of the week. So this quote is, when you are truly changing, you'll notice. You'll be stripped of everything that no longer has a place in your evolution. Alex L. Wow, that was super deep. I'm going to actually run that back. (laughs) When you are truly changing, you'll notice. You'll be stripped of everything that no longer has a place in your evolution. Alex L. I think that quote is super dope. I think that the last part of it really is what spoke to me here is that You'll be stripped of everything that no longer has a place in your evolution. And I I don't think that could have been any more perfect in terms of what we're saying here is that you have to get rid of, you have to be stripped of that thing that is hindering your evolution. And right now, for so many of us out there that are listening to my voice right now, our grief and our pain is hindering our evolution, It is hindering our evolution. So we've got to work one day at a time every day to find time to heal. And so when we can say, where does heartache go if not let out? We can say, I don't know because I let my heartache out. And I do that in a healthy way. And I'm here to help other people do the same, guys. So I'm going to begin to wrap up the show. Again, I am your host, Jay Nicole. I am... Super excited to always be here with you every week. This is only episode two, uh, so we've got a long way to go, but we're happy that that's underway. Uh, I want to ask that you guys subscribe, share, (laughs) that you guys subscribe, share, and review. Uh, Just so you guys know out there, my chair just fell, so I just wanted to tell you what happened, so that's why I'm laughing, because I don't think anything is funny about grief, uh, but that's going to be a great blooper um, with the video um, part of this, so subscribe, share, review. We are on Apple, Spotify. Um, so that's iTunes, Apple, Spotify, tune in, Alexa. Um, follow me on Instagram. I am J Nicole. So that's I underscore AM underscore J Nicole. And you can email us with any questions, comments, concerns, feedback at the at gmail.com. I'm excited for next week, guys. And I do want to tell you that last week I was so excited about the show that I never even told you the inspirational boost. Uh, So hopefully it was something positive to leave you with for your day. Again, I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining in for the Grief Bully Podcast, Episode 2. Love and light. Peace.